Hey there, definitely Tyler. Hey there, definitely David. <laughs> yeah, of course it's definitely David, and you are definitely Tyler, as you've been here the whole time. How how have Tyler things been? Have you been doing Tyler things? Yeah, you know, just vibing and finding things that are lit, and uh, yeah, just being Tyler. Those are all definitely Tyler things. I can confirm you are you are one hundred percent Tyler. Yes, absolutely. I don't know. My brain just like froze. I was like, wait, I don't have any. I don't know where to go with this. This is the way. This is what editing is for. This is what editing is for. We're gonna cut out so much cool shit. Um, okay. We're only gonna, yeah, that's actually we're gonna like flip it around on this episode. We're gonna make it so that we only leave the worst parts in. And uh, we're going to leave all the cool stuff for us to listen on our own. <laughs> oh, my God. That's awesome. Let's do that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So this is going to be a Strawberry Boys exclusive in the sense that um, it's exclusive to only us. The Strawberry Boys. Exclusively us. Exactly. Exclusively us. The Strawberry Boys. David and definitely Tyler. David and definitely Tyler coming to you live from wherever we're coming from gay <laughs> yeah welcome to the strawberry boys welcome to the strawberry boys david so you may have noticed like i know we pulled a little prank on you we got you and that wasn't actually tyler in the intro this week uh sitting in for tyler we have our dear friend mike mike how are you I'm doing great, David. Thank you for asking me to uh, pinch hit for our lovely friend. Of course, yes. I you were like one of the first people we thought of to to come and replace him because uh, you're you're like one of the biggest fans of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I always like um, promoting you guys when whenever I stream on Growler and stuff, and mm-hmm. like pulling you in to talk to my viewers and stuff. It's a lot of fun. Yes, and we love to show off. We love that for us. I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. Love it. Love it a lot. <laughs> that's that's one thing. Like I feel like you know the bits better than we do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't really boned up on anything um, of past episodes recently, so uh, they're not as fresh in my mind. I'm sure you've been... Uh, busy boning up other stuff yeah well you know we gotta <laughs> keep in practice you know it's a it's a give and take type of uh feel you know oh, of course it is darling <laughs> how has your week been uh it's had its stressful and good times um mm-hmm. working a lot at the theater lately so mm-hmm. i i work at a live performance theater any fun acts coming up? Fun acts. Let's see. Andy Grammer was there the other night. I don't know if you know who he is. Oh, I, I like love his... Andy Grammer. He's the one that invented grammar. Yes, he is the reason that we can speak. We love that. Andy Grammer is the best. I know. I know. We had the New York Bee Gees. They're a Bee Gees tribute band. Okay, I was going to say, like, with the original tramps that sing uh, Disco Inferno. Um, let's see. Who else do we have? Uh, <laughs> it's crazy that 
I work all these shows and can't remember any of them. Trey Kennedy is coming. Um, the acts that we get at the theater are either on their way up or on their way down. <laughs> and um, Or they're tribute artists of people who have passed away. Like mm-hmm. we've got a Queen tribute coming. We had uh, we have a George Michael tribute coming. Mm-hmm. We have we had an ABBA tribute uh, last week. Um, so yeah, lots of dancing queens and queens on stage, and you know, oh, and around Christmas was uh, Ben de la Creme and Jinx Monsoon's Christmas show. We love them. Definitely on the decline. Yeah, <laughs> no, they're <laughs> no, actually. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I love them. They're stars on the rise. They are for sure. We had um, Bianca Del Rio doing her uh, her tour back, I believe, in September. Um, but it was a, you know, it's it's great having these people come through our town and everything. So, mm-hmm. um, and. You know, sometimes I get to meet some of them, and sometimes I don't. Um, but it's a uh, it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds like a lovely job. Yeah. So at work today, I, there was something that I wanted to uh, to bring up. We, my coworker and I, were saying this place is like a sitcom. You know, like where. You know, people just walk into our office in mid-sentence, and they they have no regard to if any conversation's already going on in the room. And it's like, focus on me, you know? So um, my friend and I, we said, all right, we're going to have, we're going to have sound effects um, for when people, like, walk in the room, right? <laughs> so you know how on a sitcom... You get like, uh, our, you know, the audience applauding, like when a star walks in the room or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so we started pulling it up on YouTube. And <laughs> whenever someone walked in the room, it was like uh, an audience applauding. It was hilarious. That is so much fun. I love the idea of, you know, like someone like you or me walking in and be like, just saying something totally out of context, like, oh, and that's when I threw that penguin into the ocean. <laughs> and yeah, then, exactly. And then the crowd goes wild. <laughs> oh, David. <laughs> oh, you know, and and there was like, uh, you know, um, audience reactions to like something in a in a sitcom, and she found all these different uh, these different reactions, like the audience going oh or ooh, you know. <laughs> Like I just, I just imagine like, uh, like like a manager or someone coming in, and then that, that like the cheering for like a passionate kiss, like that. Woo! <laughs> yeah, and then we also had the wah wah. Oh no! Was that played when anyone like walked in? No, <laughs> that would be harsh. We said when our director comes in, we're going to say that. <laughs> oh my gosh the absolute nerve yeah so um we had this lady at work asking people to pray for her nephew this past week Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> because he was having an operation to f- because he was born with a small penis. Wait, is that are you being legit right now? Yeah, legit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can you please help my son? He has a tiny PP. What kind of operation fixes that? Uh, clearly you're not up to date on your big PP operations, Mike. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I'm sure there's some sort of enlargement thing, but if it's a genetic thing that they are trying to, f- to fix so that he is, but, but then the funny thing was the kid's 19 years old <laughs> and his aunt is going around asking for prayers for her nephew. <laughs> Why is, why is he getting this operation at 19? He has so much life to live with a tiny penis. I know. Well, maybe he has been laughed at. Who knows? Who, who can never be sure? Who can never be sure? There's, so uh, there is another podcast called My Dad Wrote a Porno, which is like basically awful literature being read. And one of the characters, mm-hmm. uh, Jim Sterling, has a famously tiny penis. And they like, like to the point where like the author even makes fun of it. And to spoilers for Belinda blinked book two, if you're going through that right now, um, Jim Sterling gets an operation that makes his cock like this enormous monster dick. But it also has this like Stephen King bent to it where like, like when he was having sex with Belinda, like the dick would like flake off skin. And when he came, it was like neon blue. <laughs> wow, that's shocking. Uh-huh. Yeah, we love that. <laughs> what what do you think is the best color for cum? What what do you think would be the most awesome color for someone's cum to be? Other than white? Yeah, no, no, white's boring. We don't want we don't want boring. We're we're looking for excitement here. Hmm. Well, if you're gay, it should shoot out rainbows. Ooh. Oh, I love that idea. Like it shoots out like in, in like, like little chunks of color, like do, 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 red, orange, yellow, green. And, um, yeah. <laughs> and maybe like, as it's coming out, it also kind of like does like a moving pattern. So like when yeah. it's sitting there, it's just kind of like a wow, 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 wow. Yeah. Um, there colors. you go. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. uh, does the, does the color, is it like different colors for like different sexualities? Like if someone is bi, does it like come out with like the bi colors? It could, it could. And if you're straight, it just comes out like beige. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, straight people oh. can't. I, I, I hate to be straight phobic here, but uh, this is an operation that's only allowed for, uh, for uh, queer people. Right, right. Exactly. If you're a bear, it comes out as bear colors. Uh-huh. So it's just like the, the, the different shades of brown that are on the bear flag. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But that's not very attractive now. Is That's it? not very fun. No, we need like something really exciting. We need something to really wow the people, you know? Yeah. All righty. Well, shall we get into the podcast for this week? Yeah, that'd be uh, a good idea. Oh, we love that idea. Oh my yeah. God. Can you believe Welcome to the Totally Real Podcast Hour Name Pending, where we take listener suggestions and we pretend to be hosts of fake podcasts. I like the idea that you and Duke had in in your last episode that 
you do something that he knows something about and you know nothing about. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what if we did something Elvis related? Oh my God. Perfect. Perfect. Because you have a frame of reference because you toured Graceland. I have the most tenuous grasp on Elvis history. Um, whereas you are an encyclopedia of Elvis history. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. All right. Cool. 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 I hope I'm good. You are good. Thank you. So are you. Oh my that, God. That's the word about town. At least that's the word about town, darling. I do get around. Don't you know? Yeah. All the boys in Atlanta have been ringing us up in Philly saying, thanks for sending David down. We love that. Yes. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, you ready? Mm-hmm. Get that throne ready, because we're about to talk about the king. It's time for the Elvis Memories Podcast. Featuring your hosts, Mike and David, the ultimate Elvis fans. Yes. We're ready to take care of some business and rock on out with Elvis. We love that. I'm ready to rock on out with you, my friend. How, how are you this week? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing great. I've been doing Elvis things, you know, things that Elvis fans do uh, as, as I do every week. Listening to lots of Elvis on your Spotify channel? Exactly. Yes. You know, I have the, the, the global Spotify channel, the, the Elvis radio uh, Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of been the, the peak of my Elvis fan career is uh, being able to host the Spotify Elvis greatest hits uh, radio. Yeah. I, yeah. That's awesome. We love yeah. that for you. Yes. Why don't you tell the guests about your uh, your tenure as a Elvis fan? Well, I've been an Elvis fan probably since I was a teenager. Um, and it was probably because of introduction by my parents, but. Um, yeah, I started loving Elvis's music, um, in the fifties and, and, uh, you know, his fifties music and, uh, the sixties stuff, but the seventies is what really, uh, does it for me. It's where he really came into his own, you know? Yeah. With the, with the, uh, um, sequin studded jumpsuits and yeah. Mm-hmm. Elton John, who am I right? I who? Exactly. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, yeah. Elvis had it going on before Elton did. Exactly. Who's more gay here? Well, that's debatable. <laughs> <laughs> that's secret Elvis trivia. If you're as big Elvis fans as we are. <laughs> well, I think that's a great transition into the first segment of our podcast where we're going to be talking about the eras of Elvis and uh we're going to be rank giving the definitive Elvis fan ranking of the different eras of Elvis's career. Yes, absolutely. Um in the beginning of his career, he was really hard rock for 1956 when he hit the st- when he hit the scene. Mm-hmm. Um and there were people condemning his music, thinking it was um, the works of the devil, you know? So they were breaking his records, literally breaking his records so that uh, kids wouldn't buy them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he was such an iconoclast, you know, 
And by the time that he was putting out songs like When Doves Cry, you know, he just was, uh, he, he just uh, really changed the game. That was Prince, not Elvis. Oh, oh, you know what? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you, hold on. Okay, I think you're right because, oh, Prince yeah. is the prince and Elvis is the king, right? Okay, sorry. Yeah, you know. Yes, yes, yes. You're getting Honest your mistake. royalty mixed up. Of course, yeah. yes. You know, the, the royal family is yeah. so big. No, not, yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. You don't want to be the wrong prince these days. Oh, your, your name will, yeah, you know? Yeah, we, we don't like that for him. No, but no, Elvis but, is the king. Elvis is the king of, the, mm-hmm. of rock and roll. And um, yeah, his, his big rock hits in the 50s were like Jailhouse Rock and Hound Dog and uh, Blue Suede Shoes, um, you know, Heartbreak Hotel. Things that mm-hmm. really got kids dancing. Yeah, we love that. We love we love a little bit of dancing on this podcast. Yeah, and he We've also been had dancing his love the songs. entire time. Yeah, exactly. I love the way you dance, David. Thank you. You you also have a very definitively Elvis style of dancing. Oh, you got to get your hips shaking. Oh yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's they that's didn't the, call the, him. Uh, yeah, they didn't call him Elvis the pelvis for nothing. Exactly. And that's because that's not, it's also not because he was uh, a skeleton con- entirely constructed of pelvises. <laughs> no, he was not. No. Well, you mentioned his 70s era. That was your favorite. So what, uh, what about his 70s era was uh, the most inspiring to you? Well, I like vocalizations when I, when I listen to music. And I know he was criticized a lot um, by rock musicians that were really into his rock and roll that he turned to more operatic style of singing. Um, and he really latched onto the country sounds and really explored the different upper registers of his vocal range. Mm -hmm. So, um, and made it part of his stage performance during the concert years. Right. It was quite an impeccable range, you know? I mean, it totally makes sense, too. You think, like, when he started his career with the Jackson 5, like, he was already singing in such a high register that, uh, you know, there's no mm. no, uh, no wonder that he was singing so high. That was Michael Jackson, the king of pop. We're talking about Elvis Presley, the king of rock. Okay, 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 okay. So, so um, are you sure, though? Are you sure that wasn't, you sure it wasn't Elvis and the Jackson 5? No, I'm, I'm pretty darn sure. It was oh. Michael Jackson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got egg I on my think, face. Am I right? I think that's a lot of egg on your face. I, um, I, I, I think I need to test you on some Elvis trivia to see if you're really, really a bona fide Elvis fan. Right. Of course. Of course. Yeah. No, I totally understand. And, uh, you know what? I am, I'm glad that you offered that because it gives me the opportunity to really, you know, dive into my Elvis facts that I'm full of and really, yeah. you know, express myself as a fan of Elvis. Okay. All right. All so right. I, I have some questions prepared. Mm-hmm. All right. We don't have to go through all 20, but we can go through a couple. Okay. Yeah. We'll just get a feel for it. Right. First off, do you know, before I ask the first question, do you know the name of the lady he married her first name? Yeah, Julia Roberts. Ju- yeah, very not right. Um, that was 
actually Priscilla. Oh, yes, Priscilla. Yeah, right. Julie Roberts, Priscilla, you know, so easy to get those mixed up, you know? Yes. So do you know what year they were married? Uh, 1066, same year of the Battle of Hastings. No, actually, it was 1967. Yeah, but the Battle of Hastings was 1066. Oh, well, that could be. But that is not the year Elvis married Priscilla. Pr- oh, Priscilla. you know, I I just thought they were the same year. You know, I guess, you know, why, why is it? Yeah. Now, remember we talked about earlier that Elvis's one big hit was Hound Dog. Mm-hmm. Okay. You, you ain't nothing but a hound dog. Right, right. Okay, yeah, you, so you ain't nothing but a hound on, dog, yes. On the Steve Allen show in 1956, um, Elvis sang Hound Dog on stage, mm-hmm. accompanied by a real hound dog. Do you know what kind of a dog it was? Uh, you know, that's I can't even believe you'd ask this question because it's so easy. Uh, clearly, it's a hound dog. <laughs> it was actually a basset hound. Oh, right. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Um, hmm. This is some really... Okay. What was Elvis's first commercially released single? Um... Oh, 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 okay, yes. Um, 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 right, right. It's somewhere over the rainbow. Yes, uh, not. Um, it was actually That's All Right. Oh, by Whitney Houston. Yes. It's not right, but it's okay. I'm going, I can't believe he sang that first. How, what a, what a coincidence. Uh, now, do you remember when we went to Graceland? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I had so much fun there. I took notes and everything. As an Elvis Did you, fan. Okay. Do you know how old Elvis was when he bought Graceland? Um, he was 14. Oh, only not true. <laughs> um, he was 22. Oh, I mean, not, not, not too cl- I mean, not too far. Like I was basically the same person at 14 that I was at 22. So, yeah, well, that's true too. Um, oh, I don't know that I even knew this one. This is a toughie. Okay, I'm ready for it. What what book was Elvis reading at the time of his death? Hmm. Uh, probably "Becoming" by Michelle Obama. <laughs> No, I'm sorry. That is absolutely not true. Oh, um, dang it. It was the book was the scientific search for the face of Jesus. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, all right. Last, last question. We're going to do one more question. Okay. I got this one. I, I feel I'm feeling it. I'm feeling the energy. I got this in the bag. What age was Elvis when he died? Oh my God! So uh, obviously, six hundred seven. <laughs> Not Moses. <laughs> Not Moses. Uh huh. He was forty-two. Okay. Right. 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 Yes. Yeah. Forty-two. I knew that. Uh, okay. All right. Anyway. <laughs> 
He was 69,420. Oh, well, uh, it sounds like um, Elvis is knocking at the door. So I guess we need to um, he, he probably needs us to to take him out on like a coffee date or something. So we probably should wrap up this podcast. Yeah, we need to take care of some business elsewhere. Yeah, exactly. We need and do things our way. Exactly. Yeah. You know what? And I want to uh, tell all of our listeners, like, thank you for tuning in to the Elvis podcast, where we talk about all things related to Elvis. And uh, I want to leave us off with one of my favorite quotes from Elvis. Um, I'm starting with the man in the mirror, and I'm asking him to change his ways. So if you want um, to David, be David, hmm? David what, what, that, that's that's Michael Jackson again. That's the king of pop, mm. not the king of rock. I mean, sure, but I don't know. That really feels like a, like an Elvis thing. No, no, no. That's not Elvis. Oh, Ooh. no. All right. Just, well, you never stood in that man's shoes or saw things through his eyes, or stood and watched with helpless hand when the heart inside you dies. So help your brother along the way, no matter where he starts. For the same God that made you made him too, these men with broken hearts. That's an Elvis quote. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, totally. That's my favorite Elvis quote, actually. There you go. Yeah, we love that. All right, well, thank you for tuning in. We'll uh, catch you next week. Have yourself a peanut butter and banana sandwich. Have yourself a peanut butter and banana sandwich, like Elvis used to say. Thank you greatly for joining us. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Thank you greatly for doing (laughs) this. I'm so glad that I was able to weaponize my lack of knowledge about Elvis. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh my god, that's a riot. Mm. We have fun here. Yes. We have fun in a strawberry patch. Yes. I noticed that you just put a little green clip on your ear. What's uh what's the story yeah. with that? Well, isn't it cute? Who is her? Oh yes, it's very cute, darling. Oh, now it's in your beard. Oh, what's her story? <laughs> green. Green. green is her story. Oh, green. Get the new cologne from Mike this this year. <laughs> green. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be mixed up with Soylent Green. No, that's people. And this is a hair clip. I'm glad you knew that one. I'm so impressed. <laughs> I know, yeah. It's, I know I know other things. I don't know Elvis, but I do know other things. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, oh, um, we, should, we should have done a, po- a Star Trek podcast. Ooh, that would be a really good one. You know what? How about we do you one better? How about we do a Star Trek-themed meditation? Oh. Would you like to lead us through a Star Trek meditation this week? Uh, we can. If you don't feel comfortable and doing the meditation, I can, I can do it. I think I'm going to do it and I'm going to base it on Star Trek two, the wrath of Khan. Okay, cool. 
the most wrathful of all Star Treks. Yeah. Another thing I know aggressively small knowledge about. <laughs> More so than Elvis. Yeah. All right. Do you know how to say one, two? I've been uh, practicing, actually, just for this very moment. Oh. Okay. So, um, yes, Mike is going to lead us through a meditation this weekend. I will be grounding us with a one, two. Mike, go ahead and start whenever you're ready. You're a starship captain. You are in command of a starship vessel exploring space. One, two. You have been exploring space for years. What seems like a five-year mission, but has gone on longer. One, two. You are called to a specific planet that has been explored before. And you scan the planet for life and find nothing. One, two. You send an away team down to the surface to investigate a minor energy reading. And when you arrive, you are in the midst of a sandstorm. One, two. You walk toward where the energy reading is coming from and you detect a large metallic object, which you realize is the cargo bay of a ship that has crash landed. One, two. You enter the cargo bay structure and see that someone has made their home there. And you notice a creature moving about in a glass cage. One, two. you realize that something doesn't seem right and you see something hanging from the wall and it has the name of a ship that you are familiar with and it terrifies you. One, two. When you go to leave the person who you expected prevents you from leaving the structure and comes in to terrify you. One, two. 
His name is Khan. He forces you to your knees and takes off your helmet. One, two. He puts one of the creatures in your helmet and puts it back on your head. It makes its way to your ear. And goes inside your ear, wraps itself around your cerebral cortex, and makes you subject to suggestion. One, two. From that point on, you are Khan's puppet on a quest to find the person who has marooned him on that planet that has been laid waste. One, two. You, you then go on a quest to lure the captain that stranded him there because Khan is not a very nice person and wants revenge. One, two. And to make a long story short, Captain Kirk saves the day. <laughs> set up this like this grand story of like mind control um and then you're just like eh, this happens <laughs> that's some great storytelling right there i didn't write it i just re recited so anyway it was done impeccably it was fun yes it wasn't very a very restful meditation it was more of a sci I don't know, sci-fi creepy meditation. Mm -hmm. I would not call that our most relaxing meditation, but I also would say that most of the meditations that I do are not super relaxing either. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Oh uh, well, that was delightful, Mike. Thank you so much for the meditation, and thank you for coming on the podcast. Yes, thank you for having me, David. I hope. Uh... Hope you get some good material from what we did today, and um, I look forward to hearing it. Absolutely, yes. I'll make sure to, to forward it to the king, uh, Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah, not. Not. The, the king of pop yes. is Michael Jackson. The king of rock is Elvis Presley. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and thank you, Craig. Thank you, Craig, for hosting us. Yeah. We we don't give Craig enough credit on 
on this podcast. Craig is the unsung hero of this podcast. I have to say he does. He care. He basically carries us like we, you know, sometimes we make like an okay joke here or there, but like Craig's really, you know, doing all the work basically. I know. I know. I know. And I know that um, I'm pinch hitting for our good friend, but nobody can take his place. And you guys are like the dynamic duo. And I love listening to both of you. Thank you. That's very sweet, Mike. I appreciate that. And again, thanks again for having me. All righty. Well, thank you so much for listening to the Strawberry Boys. Uh, Be sure to check out all of our links to our social media in the description. And if you haven't subscribed on YouTube or on the podcast apps, please consider doing so. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye, gay. Bye, gay. Bye, gay. Hi, gay. Bye, gay. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.